We got uh we got Torn in the room. What's up, Torn? What's going on, bro? Hey man, have you have you been seeing uh Ferguson training at a wild card? I think he's training at wild card, but Tony's looking good, bro. I saw him hit him uh mitts today. And um he looks like he's really motivated. <clears throat> Cause the other day it was funny. I think it was yesterday. Um there was a fake Dana White quote circulating and it was something to the effect of Dana saying that Ferguson is washed. <laughs> so <clears throat> Tony made a post. It might still be up on Instagram. What's up, Natero? It might be up on Instagram still, but uh, Tony was super pissed. And, you know, he's like, I'll show you wash, blah, blah, blah. Like, wash these nuts. That's pretty much what he said to uh, Dana <laughs> in, his, in his Instagram post. And people were like, yo, they're like, Tony, they're like, it's a fake quote, bro. It's a fake quote. <clears throat> but the internet's good for that, right? I mean, there's so much uh, fake news circulating and uh, fake quotes and stuff like that. Like, there's some MMA sites or, or channels. I shouldn't say sites. Uh, channels and podcasts and stuff like that. Like, their thing is to put out fake media, kind of like memes, like fake stories and, and whatnot. I think it's stupid to be honest. I think it causes problems. And I think on some levels, it's like defamation or slander. But anyway, that's how they get down. Let me just clear my throat one sec, guys. All right, I'm using a new mic. How's this one coming in? Everything's good? Is it clipping? Uh, Torrance says, uh, can we all be real? Chandler got lucky against Ferguson. He was, I mean, he was getting pieced up in the first round. He definitely was. It was, <laughs> it wasn't looking good for Chandler. The only thing, to, um, Torin is that, um, he did score a takedown and he did ground Tony and he was, you know, he was doing well on the ground against Tony. I got to rewatch the fight. I'm not saying that he was pounding Tony's face in because I think Tony was defending pretty well. And when the round ended, he didn't look he really didn't look damaged at all. He was just like smiling like into the fight and he looked like he was having a good time, which is great to see. <clears throat> but it, it certainly looked like Tony was going to win that fight. It, 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 it looked like it was headed that way. Natil says, um, did you see Yuri got cheered in his hometown? That was awesome. <clears throat> I did, bro. They said, don't quote me on this, but... <clears throat> I think they said it was like 7,000 people showed up. That's freaking insane. So awesome. I think um, Yuri is the first guy from the Czech Republic to uh, win a championship, which is a really cool accomplishment. I'm really happy for him. Yuri seems like a great guy. He's super humble. Seems really down to earth. What I like about him also is that he's a legit martial artist, you know? He's he's the real deal. The dude is a real freaking martial artist. He's a he's a throwback, which is is just super cool to see. <clears throat> you know, um, kind of innovative, uh, bringing in different techniques from different martial arts. You know, it's um, I'm trying to think who else is like that. I mean, there's been a few guys over the years that have been like super creative and whatnot, but uh, Yuri's definitely up there as far as like creativity. <clears throat> Let's see what other uh, comments. Torrance says, yeah, I don't believe Dana White said that about Ferguson. <clears throat> yeah, I don't believe that either, bro. Um, 
you know, Dana could be kind of uh, crass. Is that a word? I think that's the word I'm looking for. He could be kind of kind of rude and kind of prickish, but it seems like he's like that with people that deserve it in his eyes. You know, you know, <clears throat> he's not just going to crap on people for no reason or kick people when they're down. Um, I know a lot of people think that that Dana White's like the devil and stuff like that. I don't think he's the devil. I mean, he's definitely not perfect. He's he's done some stuff in the past. I mean, but we all have really. Um, overall, I do think Dana is overall good for the sport. You know, he's one of the greatest promoters of all time and he's elevated the sport, you know, to some crazy heights, <clears throat> you know, the whole story with, um, Dana and the Fertitta brothers buying the UFC, I think it was like for $2 million <clears throat> and the UFC was like in the hole. I don't know by how much, but could have been like 40 million, something like that. And Dana was like, I think childhood friends with the Fatita brothers and those guys, you know, they own casinos like mega rich. <clears throat> and some of you guys probably know this story, but so Dana basically convinced them to buy the UFC and like partner up with him <clears throat> and the rest is history. And the UFC under Dana's leadership was actually not doing so great either. Um, the ultimate fighter kind of put the UFC on the map and like took them to like another level <clears throat> when they were on Spike TV back in the day. That was back in the day. I can't believe so much time has went by, but yeah, after the ultimate fighter, um, and Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner having that crazy slugfest, um, that really kind of just elevated the UFC. That's why those guys are in the, in the hall of fame, you know? <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got here. Torrance says, yeah, he took him down damn near when the round was over. Yeah, he did. He did. I got to rewatch it, but I'm pretty sure it was pretty uh, near the end of the round. Torrance says, Tony Ferguson would have stopped his ass second round if he didn't get knocked out. Possibly, yes. Eric Gould says, uh, what's up, Eric? <clears throat> Who's crazier, Tony or Yuri? <clears throat> I'm pronouncing the man's name correctly. Uh, Yuri Prohaska, because I was like corrected. I was calling him Jiri Prohaska. It's like I knew it was Yuri. I don't know why I was saying Jiri. That's just my dumb American self. But um, <clears throat> who's crazier, Yuri or Tony? Uh, probably close. <laughs> I'm gonna say Tony. I'm gonna say Tony. <clears throat> Tony's definitely more aggressive. I'm talking, brother. I'm talking. <laughs> Hold on, brother. I'm talking. That's like his new thing. It's hilarious. Torrance says, uh, can you believe people are still counting out <clears throat> Charles Oliveira saying he's a quitter? Dude hasn't quit since Paul Felder fight. <clears throat> yeah, I could believe it, bro. I, I mean, I see some some really dumb stuff online. Um, you know, some unwarranted stuff. I can't say like dumb because everybody's entitled to their opinion, but some stuff I see is dumb. <clears throat> what was one I saw today? Oh, I saw a really stupid one. This dude like deleted his comment. <clears throat> it was hilarious because he was just getting attacked. This is on Instagram. So Ariel Hawani <clears throat> put up a picture of um Yuri at like his parade or like that gathering of people, um, you know, celebrating him winning the, the championship. And it was like 7,000 people. It was like a whole <clears throat> giant crowd of people in front of him. 
really cool to see. So, you know, cool moment. And of course, you got to have a hater or a dummy in the comments. And this guy goes, young kid too, he goes, um, you know, kind of like, oh, what's the big hoopla? Like, dude couldn't even um, finish a 42-year-old early on. Like, you know, um, finish him in the fifth round, like at the very end, like making fun that it was a battle. <clears throat> and it's like, how stupid are you? Like, you know, Glover going into the fight was on a six-fight win streak, <clears throat> you know, beating contenders, looking freaking awesome. And it's like, sorry for the noise, guys. Hold on one sec. Sorry for the noise, guys. The window's open. It's freaking hot as balls. But I live in a city area, and there's a lot of traffic and stuff. And But what was I saying? <clears throat> oh, yeah, Glover. So Glover's on a six-fight win streak, beating contenders, you know, looking freaking super impressive. And 40 of today ain't 40 of 1930. You know, it's just a different thing, you know. <clears throat> Age is, is definitely a number to an extent. You're not going to go out there and compete at a high level at like 60 years old, you know, that's kind of far-fetched. I get that. But 42 years old, if you train hard, if you're super disciplined, if you eat great food, you know, you take supplements, over-the-counter supplements, and you, you know, you take care of yourself and you have heart and determination, you, you can perform really well and go far. <clears throat> so these people making these comments, and, and I saw comments prior to the fight, they're like, Glover's too old. Like, it's like not even fight critique or analysis, just just sh straight up saying that because he's old, he's going to get knocked out in the first round, which is just ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous and dumb. But I saw this kid put that up. Um, naturally, he got attacked. You know, people calling him a casual <laughs> and ripping him up. He had to delete, it, delete his comment. <clears throat> But yeah, I hate limitations, guys. It drives me nuts, man. When I see people completely counted out. Natil says Joker 2 coming out slam. Yeah, bro. I didn't e I didn't even <clears throat> really look into that too much. I just saw like a headline. And um I would think it's Joaquin Phoenix, right? I mean, he was like it's hard to say who was the best Joker, you know, because Jack Nicholson was kind of like a comic-y, cartoony Joker. Uh, love Jack Nicholson, absolute legend. Um, who else was a joker? Well, Jared Leto was terrible. <laughs> like, like we can't even count him in this list. He was just... Rapper Joker was terrible. Trap Joker. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was excellent. He was a great blend of uh, Heath Ledger's kind of like scary Joker, creepy Joker with, um, you know, like a comic book element to himself as well. <clears throat> like Nicholson, but... Heath Ledger was amazing. So it's hard to say who was like the best, you know? But I'm excited. Joker 2, hell yeah, man. Um, I'm going to check out Thor Love and Thunder. I'm familiar with the gore, the God Butcher storyline. So I'm eager to see that. Even though Christian Bale looks like crap, the dude looks like Uncle Fester. But, you know, I don't know what they're doing with that. But <laughs> Bale's a great actor, so I hope he's good. But anyway, back to MMA, guys. Sorry, sorry. Torrance says, uh, basically, when you're not being a fool for Dana White, um, he will crap on you. I seen I seen people who stick up for themselves get ripped up by Dana. I definitely seen that. Eric says, uh, Glover's looking better in his 40s than he did in his late 30s. <clears throat> That's a fact, bro. That's a fact, man. And it's crazy. What what's up? Uh, 
<laughs> pee pee wee wee. <clears throat> pee pee wee wee says Glover the type of guy to get better when he when he ages. That's a good one, dude. Yeah, dudes, like seriously, it's crazy. <clears throat> so when people talk about prime, it's like you know they they discuss prime in like a like a age sense, you know. And I think there's more to a fighter than just age. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like what's somebody's prime? Like how how young they are? You know when they're at their physical peak or how good they could fight. Because you can have like a young guy who doesn't really train properly or well, and he has all the physical tools in the world, and you have a guy that trains very well, um, works on things, works on his skills, and is actually like really skilled, and he's he's a better fighter. So it's kind of like, even though the person could be older, so it's like, what's a person's real prime, you know? Glover seems to have got it together as he's gotten a little bit older. Like he's matched up the wisdom, <clears throat> you know, the the skill, the physicality, like all in his early 40s. And he's like probably the best version of himself now. <clears throat> Guys, remember, remember the time when people thought that Glover had a glass jaw? Do you remember that? Like people were kind of saying that Glover can't take a shot anymore. And that was like a thing. Had to yawn. Sorry, guys. Um, that was like a thing, and it's kind of like, man, we seen, we seen Glover take some bombs and keep coming. Gogo Gaga says, I still can't believe how crazy that Yuri and Glover fight was. Still can't process it, <clears throat> dude. It was nuts. It was nuts. Like going into the fight, um, Gogo, I thought um, Yuri Yuri was gonna take it either the first or second round. And then if it passes the second, Glover's odds of winning were going to, like, greatly increase. And it kind of went like that, sort of. Kind of went like that, sort of. I, I thought um, Yuri was going to get the better of the stand-up a little more than that. With, like, his speed and explosiveness, his his reach and stuff. But Glover more than held his own. And it was because Yuri's, Yuri's defense standing is, like, you know, it's, like, a little bit lacking. And it's funny because I did a a a John Jones versus Yuri Prohaska fantasy fight. I have to finish editing it, but um, I talked about this in that video, and <clears throat> you know, one of Yuri's weapons is like his unorthodox style standing. How he's like all crazy all over the place, unpredictable. But it's also kind of his his weakness standing. Because his defense is lacking. And in that fight, Glover was catching him. I think it was like with left hooks, like on exits. So Yuri would like, you know, uh, charge in, try to land something. They'll get into like an exchange. And then when Yuri would try to like back out to get out of the firefight, his hands were low and Glover was catching him at the end of like left hooks. And it was one of those that cracked him and almost had him out on his feet against the cage. I forgot what round it was. It was it the third round, guys. But one of those rounds, <coughs> Glover caught Yuri, Yuri with like a big shot, and it looked like dude was knocked out against the cage. He was standing there in zombie mode. That's when Glover dived on the guillotine, <coughs> and they were kind of criticizing him in the commentary, and they said, "Oh, you know, that was a huge mistake." But it's like he went for it. Like if he would have tapped him out, like we would have been praising him. You know what I mean? We would have been like, "Oh man, like that was so slick by Glory." You know, he he caught him when he was dazed. You know, he rolled the dice. He took a took a shot, and um, 
you know, he, he, you know, he missed, he failed. <clears throat> it happens. Blue says, what's up, Blue? Dustin Poirier versus Ferguson before five, uh, five years ago, who will win? <clears throat> Damn, Blue. Um, I think it's a great fight. Like, if I was dropping money on that fight for me, it would be Tony Ferguson. I think, <clears throat> I think Tony will win that fight because <clears throat> Tony's super durable, like prime Tony. And I'm not sure if Dustin could, could, could dish something out that Tony can't take. You know, I think Tony would wear him out. Uh, Tony could score a knockout on the feet. I can't really see Dustin tapping out Tony, but I could see Tony tapping out Poirier. So I feel like Tony has more tools to win. And um, he's really rangy. Um, I just think he's kind of a, he might be a tough fight for Dustin Poirier, like back in the day, five years ago, for sure. Maybe even today. Who knows? Natil says, Joanna's kind of cringy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I felt bad for her, bro. Um, when she was doing that walkout, she was talking into the camera. She was trying to hype herself up. <clears throat> and, you know, like, <sighs> you could say it's confidence or you could say it's it's lack of confidence. You know, I kind of took it as like she was talking herself up a little too much. And... um you know, you just get that funny feeling like like the fight's not going to go a person's way. Like, they just kind of lost a step. <clears throat> but really, there's no shame in losing to Weili Zhang. She's one of the best in the world. She's like um, a top dog in the division. And she could pretty much do that to anybody, to be honest. Um, Joanna was doing pretty well in the fight. Who knows if the fight progressed, what would have happened, but... Aljamain Sterling talked about this on his on his podcast, um, and he's absolutely correct. I've talked about it as well. You know, you want to take a shot, but the problem is, is the, is the shots that you don't see. You know, those are the ones that really hurt you bad and knock you out. And she just wasn't expecting that spinning back fist, and that shit was brutal. Like she just threw that thing full force, and it just landed right on the button. And I actually thought that. <clears throat> That Joanna broke her orbital bone. Um, I, I guess she didn't, but Talia Santos did, you know, with the headbutt against uh, Valentina Shevchenko. And that one, I definitely thought she broke her orbital bone in her face. <clears throat> H. Nangan says, who you, who you think going to win, Sean or Alex? Man, um, <clears throat> I did a video on that fight. And I had picked Sean Strickland to win, you know, but the more I think about it and the more I see Alex training, <laughs> the more I kind of like second guess that pick. Um, I just feel like Strickland has the experience and Sean has less tools on the feet, but the guy knows how to use his like tools really well, you know, um, in kickboxing, Alex would straight up whip his ass <laughs> like there's no there's no if ands or buts about it but you know mma is not a kickboxing match you know and <clears throat> with everything that's involved with mma it kind of like evens the playing field a little bit with striking so i felt like um sean strickland could pull it off you know but i don't know it's a tough fight <clears throat> because alex alex Pereira is like that dude is, he's something else. 
he's something else standing. Hold on one sec, guys. Yeah, he's super decorated in um in kickboxing. To pull up his accolades right now, <clears throat> he has a kickboxing record of 33 wins, 7 losses, 21 knockouts. <clears throat> he's definitely a greenhorn in MMA. You know, I think that's going to definitely be a factor against Sean Strickland. But um, in mixed martial arts, uh, 5 wins, 1 loss. He does have one boxing match. He won that. And let me see if I can pull up his accolades. He's super rangy. He's long, six foot four, 79 inch reach. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Glory Kickboxing, <clears throat> 2021 Glory Light Heavyweight Champ, 2019 Glory Interim Light Heavyweight Champ, 2017 Glory Middleweight Champ, five defenses, and 2014 Glory Middleweight Contender Tournament winner. And he's got a whole like litany of like other accolades. I'm not even gonna breed, but um, yeah, that dude is like, he's very very good on the feet. Natil says Floyd is having another exhibition. What a joke! <clears throat> yeah, man, I I'm starting to think like, does this does this dude have money problems? <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going on? But hey, I guess if you could have these little BS exhibitions and make millions and millions of dollars, I guess, hey, you know, more power to him, right? Natil says, is it just me uh, or I thought Almeida was going to be champ when he first came to the UFC? Crazy how Sean destroyed him. <clears throat> Hold on. One sec, guys. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Ricardo Almeida? Natil says, do you know who Andrew Tate is? Uh, slam. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Damn, the name sounds so familiar. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, yes, yes. He just fought um, the boxer. Um, Philly, Philly Ho? That's the guy's name? Yeah, it was at UFC 275. Um, I'm not like really familiar with him at all other than there's a lot of hype with him. And I didn't see that fight. I did not see that fight. Was that the one that fought um Philly Ho and um a UFC two seventy five? Maybe not. <laughs> I'm probably so confused. Blue says uh BMF belt must move Jorge Masvidal versus Gilbert Burns or Javier dos Anjos or Nate Diaz. Masvidal versus Burns is a great fight. PP Wee Wee says Floyd is doing side quests in life <laughs> right now. Yeah, man. That's a funny way to put it, right? <clears throat> kind of. That's so funny. Uh, Torrance says he's picking Alex to be Strickland. Alex Pereira. Um, what's, uh, Blue says Cub Swanson was strong and featherweight, but not lucky. Why not? He got a lightweight. <clears throat> I don't know, Blue. That's a, that's a good... um. That might be a good idea because I always felt that featherweight, like, Cub was, like, draining himself too much to make featherweight. You know, it looks like he loses a lot of muscle mass to get to featherweight. Maybe he should try, you know, try lightweight. You know, uh, he might be fresher, more explosive, stronger, um, and increase his durability, you know, not being as dehydrated. Torrance says Jake Matthews look really good against oh Jake Matthews. Why am I why am I confusing a guy with uh the Andrew Tate kickboxer? Jake Matthews look really good against uh Andre. I was expecting him to 
uh, expecting him to win. Nitsio says, no, he is a pro kickboxer who is pretty famous. And he says he has no sympathy for poor people. Oh, my God. Did he? What's up with that? He's probably one of those dudes like on a pedestal, you know, um, with the attitude of like, no matter your situation, you can, um, you can, uh, you know, pull your bootstraps up and um, hold on one sec, guys. There's some sirens. <clears throat> yeah, he's probably one of those dudes that no matter the situation you're in or your background, you know, he feels like you can make it, you know, you could change anything. <clears throat> which for the most part you can, but sometimes it's extremely difficult for people. <clears throat> you know, not everybody has the same starting point and, um, you have to take a lot into an account, an account, man. You know, if someone doesn't have like any kind of family support, you got no parents, you know, homeless, um, people get into like drug addiction, um, depression, Sometimes you could be in a bad situation and, you know, it eats your brain up and it causes you not to have any drive or positivity, you know, in, in your life or in your mind. And it's very hard to be motivated when your mind is like that, you know. Um, if that's the case with that guy, you should get off a pedestal. Uh, Torrance says, I don't like people who lack empathy. Yeah, me either, bro. Um... Torrance says, I would love to see Tony Ferguson go up to 170. Yeah, me too, man. I think 170 would be good for Tony. I don't think it would be a bad move at all. I don't really think he'll be undersized like that. Blue says, uh, Kamal Usman versus Leon Edwards too. Do you think he can do it? Um, <clears throat> You know, Styles make fights. Leon Edwards has good takedown defense. He is very good standing. Um... I don't think he's particularly dangerous standing as far as like knockouts, even though he does have a lot of knockouts on his resume, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> but Leon, I feel like kind of plays it like a little bit safe. You know, he's not like a point fighter, but he um he cruises a little bit. You know, he doesn't like go for it. I feel like maybe if he goes for it more, he would like knock more people out and, and uh be more dangerous standing. <clears throat> but... He fought Usman before, and um, he didn't beat Kamara, right? Is Kamara, isn't Kamara is Kamara undefeated? We got Whale Rider. What's up, Whale? Whale says, favorite fighter. Oh, man. That's a loaded question right there. Um, I'm going to let you know right now. I'll, I'll drop some old school dudes, and I'll drop some new school guys. Just one second. So, Leon Edwards is 30 years old. The guy's still young. Six feet tall. 74 inch reach. He got great attributes. Purple belt and BJJ. We all know he got a great um, striking background. Mixed martial arts record. 19 wins, 3 losses. 10 decision wins, 6 knockout wins. So, he's not really like a finisher like that. But he has he has starched people on the feet. And um, no, he lost to Usman. It was a unanimous decision, uh, went the distance, <clears throat> but man, it's like, so Edwards has the ability to be Kamaro. Like he got the physical attributes and he has the skill, whether or not he pulls the trigger and the fight is a whole other story. Um, I kind of see Usman, like, I don't know if, I don't know if Usman beats him on the feet, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, 
even though we did see Edwards get cracked by Nate <laughs> and wobbled, but I do think that Edwards is the more competent striker standing. He's more skilled in like season, but I can see Kamal mixing it up. And I feel like if he gets Leon Edwards down, I think he can hold him down and score with ground and pound. And um, I probably got, I probably got Kamal Usman. I probably got Kamar Usman. I think his confidence is at an all-time high. And I think Usman has improved enough where, um, yeah, in this, in this current rematch coming up, I think he still beats Leon Edwards, but we'll see. <clears throat> All right, so back to Will Ryder's uh, question. Will Ryder says, favorite fighter. Um, so sorry for the guys I've heard this before, guys and gals. Um. Back in the day, my favorite fighter for the longest time was Vandalay Silva because of his psychotic nature in the in the, cage, in the ring and pride. Um, I loved how violent he was and aggressive. That was like my guy back in the day. But I got a lot of favorites. Um, Fedor, Fedor Melianenko is up there. Um, who else? <clears throat> like a favorite. Um, definitely George St. Pierre. Who else? Who else? I'm trying to think modern day. Who who do I really like to watch compete? I love Yoel Romero. That's my guy. Yoel's my guy. Um, I always tune into a Yoel fight. He's super exciting and the guy's just so dangerous. And he's just like a freak of nature. <clears throat> who else is a favorite? Um, Izzy's entertaining. I wouldn't call him like a favorite fighter, but he's he's pretty entertaining to watch, um, especially in the stand-up. Uh, let me think. Uh, Boss Rutan is one of my um, one of my favorites from back in the day. Uh, Frank Shamrock. Um, mega respect to Ken Shamrock. Um, who else? Who else? Mirko Krokop is my guy. Those are like just straight up old schoolers. Um, modern guys. I don't really have a lot of favorites for the modern guys like that. I just, I mean, I like to watch guys compete. Maybe uh, Tony Ferguson is one of my my dudes too. I love Tony, but um, maybe the dude that gets me most excited to to watch their fight is probably Yoel. For whatever for whatever reason, Yoel. <clears throat> Torrance says, "Slam, can we talk about mental health for a minute? Because it's been so much <clears throat> suicides as of late." <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, man. We could quickly um touch on that. So, yeah, um. Mental health and depression. Um, there's a lot of theories out there that, you know, uh, for one, Jordan Peterson, he's a popular psychologist. I'm a fan of Jordan Peterson. Um, I think he does far more good than, than any bad. Uh, he's pretty brilliant. He got awesome lectures and, um, you know, free seminars online that you guys could look up on all kinds of topics. You can look up Jordan Peterson on depression, Jordan Peterson on social anxiety, like so many different free videos. Um, his book is amazing. 12 rules, rules for life. <clears throat> but if I'm not mistaken, Jordan Peterson and also Joe Rogan, they believe that depression stems from, you know, and this is not, not all cases, but depression often stems from a problem in somebody's life that is kind of getting to them that they feel kind of trapped about or, or unhappy about that they want to fix. And it could be anything, you know, it could be, um, maybe somebody wants to make more money or be in a better job. 
and they're stuck in this like crappy job, you know, that could cause depression. Uh, maybe it's somebody that wants to get more fit, you know, they're not really happy with their physique for some reason. And um, they want to change their body and that's kind of really getting to them. And, you know, they're depressed. <clears throat> it affects so much too when you're down. <clears throat> but what happens if you correct these problems? Like, would you be depressed anymore? You know, what if you get into like a way better you know, better job and make more money? What if you get into crazy good shape? You know, would you really be depressed anymore? Um, another layer to like depression, and I'm not a doctor, but I do know about it because, um, I've had family members that suffer from depression, uh, namely my mom. So I grew up with it and I feel like everybody to some extent suffers uh, some kind of a depression, you know, it's just like there's depression that's like extended, you know, for like years, <clears throat> lifelong with some people. And I think that could be um, sometimes it's like a chemical imbalance. Sometimes, like I said, it's it's something in their life that they're not happy about that they feel like they can't change or their stock, you know, so there's a lot of layers to this thing. <clears throat> and... You know, I don't want to, uh, I'm not an expert, I'm not a psychologist, but, you know, sometimes people, they're going through something mentally, they feel trapped, they feel like they can't really express themselves sometimes, they feel like they don't have anybody to talk to, or it could be, they could be like low already, and then they have like this bad event that happens, like a breakup. And sometimes with people, like, it pushes them over the edge, right? And they do something stupid, you know, um, attempt to, like, take their own life or hurt themselves. And, you know, um, that's a permanent, like, solution to a temporary problem, you know? There's few things in life that you can't correct or fix. You just got to figure out how to do it, you know? So, with the... With the breakup thing, let's say it's a situation like that, it's kind of like not viewing it correctly, you know? It's like there's somebody out there for everyone. And let's say someone you're really into breaks up with you and you feel like <clears throat> they're totally unique. You're never going to replace them in the whole world. And to some extent, it's kind of true. Like people are unique. They're, they're irreplaceable as an individual. But that doesn't mean that you can't. You can't be in love again at the same level or more. It doesn't mean that you can't be just as happy with somebody else, you know? So it's like a lot of it is like perspective. And, you know, like I said, permanent solution to a temporary problem. And a lot of people that like take their lives and stuff or hurt themselves, you know, it makes you wonder like people that, that, take themselves out like you can't ask them if they made the right decision because it's too late you know and i and i always wonder about that like if they could take it back you know somebody jumps off a roof like not to sound not to be dark but as you're falling down do you regret what you're doing as you're falling and by that time it's too late you know um I feel like what a lot of these people, they just had somebody to talk to or to vent to or somebody s s says the right words to them, they'll be fine. You know, there's always a path to correct things. So that's what people, you know, need to remember and not forget. And I'm going to stop ranting. I'm sorry if I'm boring you guys, but um, I've had dark moments in my life. <clears throat> Definitely have had dark moments, bad moments. <clears throat> I would say that I've been depressed. Um, but I've always remembered, you know, um, 
things change, everything passes, even like bad moments. And um, as Tupac Shakur used to say, one of my favorite rappers of all time, um, through every dark night, there's a bright day after that, right? I'm not trying to be cringy, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You just got to get through the storm and things will change for you. Torrin says, depression comes from childhood trauma too. Very true. Very true, Torrin. Williams Connors says, Daddy, what's up? What's going on, son? How are you? <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Uh, let's see. PB says this comment section. Yeah, 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 man. We got some interesting people. Nitzel says stop spending this comment section. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I got to freaking work tomorrow. I got to do the day job. Um, It's been fun. It's been like 40 minutes, almost went an hour. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for, for joining the live, the live, excuse me, tongue-tied. Uh, appreciate you guys so much. Uh, appreciate the support. You guys have a nice night, a nice day, wherever you're at. And um, that's all I got, guys, all right? So until the next one, take care. Later, everyone.